This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Santa here. Are the sea to you? And you're tuned in to Homestel Radio. 24 podcasts throughout December. It's what we called a podvent calendar. Not made of chocolate, but still really sweet. Not really a wrapper, but can still drop a beat. My beard is whiter than vanilla ice, but my lyrics are sicker than naughty and nice. Hotter than cold, but colder than snow. And very partial to a ho ho ho. Christmas Eve, yes, they all come knocking, and if they've been bad, then I'll fill up their stocking. I'm almost done, there's not much left to say, and Jesus Christ, it's almost Christmas Day. So have this gift, it's from me to you, it's the Podvent Calendar number 22. Peace. Right, behind the door today, we have Doc Brown. Hi, Doc. Hello, mate. Hello. Thank you so much for doing this. You oh, will, pleasure. you will, obviously, be giving us a, a reaction now to Santa rapping. So, let's go for this. Come knocking, and if they've been bad, then I'll fill up their stocking. I'm almost done, there's not much left to say. And Jesus Christ, it's almost Christmas Day. So have this gift, it's from me to you. It's the Podvent calendar number 22. Peace. I mean, initial reactions? Wow. Well, it's actually way less painful than I thought it was going to be. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually really, um, I'm just, I'm 100% positive about it, to be honest. I thought it would be a lot worse. Um, wow. The, the, Santa, the Santa voice itself is superb. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not pulling up any trees. It's what you'd expect from a, a sort of an amateur approach, approach to the voice of Santa. But that said, it's quite, he's kind of nailed it. And um, with that voice, it sort of makes the rapping a lot less painful than it could have been, I think. Albert, you know? you're, um, you're, you're hearing this live um, on behalf of Santa for any kids listening. Well, well I, I will pass that on to Santa, but I'm, you know, I'm yeah. sure he'd, he'd take that, you know, much yeah, like, a point, a, like a point away from home. Yeah. You know, you take it before the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, now we've got... Uh, now we've got um, 
so first of all, uh, been, been a while since we've had a chat, but just a little quick catch up with, yeah. with yourself. Really, you've, um, we were just talking before we started the uh, recording. You've just not long finished a tour supporting uh, Ricky Gervais, and how was that experience? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's one of the few elements of stand up I really enjoy. Really, um, opening for Ricky because it's like you know, you get to travel all over the world, huge audiences, and uh, and very um sort of perceptive intelligent and supportive audiences you know it's not like opening for a band you know where nobody knows you it's like i'm sort of a part of ricky's team so you know i i i can't really do any wrong it's it's, it's great man there's no pressure everybody's come to see ricky i'm just like a bonus so it's a it's a very fun way to earn your living that um that gig so uh and it's and pretty much all the stand-up i do is just 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 opening for ricky so you know it's, it's a luxury a luxury life that i'm i'm constantly <laughs> it's not a bad for, niche is it it's not a bad niche that's what i'm saying yeah it's like a great <laughs> job to have yeah no it's very enjoyable man and um i mean believe it or not we started in january and we didn't finish until we did the final i think we did 12 nights or something like that at the hammersmith apollo Wow. Um, and I think that was when was that mm, end of October or something. So you know, it's actually a super long tour, but um, but um, it's broken up. Do you know what I mean? So like yeah. when when Ricky talks about doing a job, it's never a job how you and I would understand it. It's like <laughs> okay, we're going on a world tour, and then we'll do like a night in Amsterdam this week, and then a night. <laughs> in Norway in two weeks time. <laughs> I mean, that's why it lasted so long. You do like well, a night here and a night there. It's always chilled. It'll always like fly out the day before. There'll always be time to rest. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's a good boss. He's a good boss. Yeah, he sounds That's amazing. Um, yeah. I was catching up on, uh, on some of your stuff, reading a few uh, articles prior to this, and I've gone to a, a Telegraph article where you talk, and I'm, I'm linking Albert into this, he doesn't know, but we talk about right. uh, the fact that you auditioned for the role of Lando Carissian in the Star Wars That's film. very true. Did you? You would have been working young, young with, Lando. with Mr. Albert Curley, right here, this guy. Oh, man. Really? Is he in it? <laughs> no, well, well, spoiler, no, I'm behind the scenes, but... Um, what are you doing on it? Um, I was the uh, standby art director on the main unit. So, That's um, awesome. That's was amazing. Very, was very much uh, in the presence of, um, you know, I don't know how you feel about him, but obviously Donald Glover, who ended up doing it. Um, yeah. Uh, well, funnily enough, I was with Riz Ahmed in um, Soho, and he introduced me to Donald Glover. He was nice. With him. And, um, I've, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan. Um he does stand up, he raps, yeah. and he acts, does dramatic acting. Um, and, uh, you know, when Riz introduced me, what actually happened was, um, you know, I was, you know, just saying hello to Riz and whatnot, and Donald Glover was like, oh, sorry, what's your name or who are you? And Riz said to him, oh, this is the UKU. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, I, and I, I took that as a huge compliment, you know, because. It's funny, isn't it? Like over here, everybody seems to have a bit of an issue with me doing like all these different things. But I don't. I, I think over over there, it's like cause people are a bit like, yeah, you you know, you're an entertainer. You're like go entertain people. It's fine. Do, it, do what do what you want to do. Which is how I, I feel about myself. Like you know, people always say like, oh, do you prefer this? What 
what would you how would you describe yourself like would which discipline is the thing that uh, i just don't, i don't think about it i just think of myself as an entertainer you know I think if, and, if all, the, if all the strings on the bow are strong, like yourself and and Donald, you know, it's then why not? You know, it's not like Nick Knowles who's released a Christmas album. It's like, <laughs> you know, stick to sixty minute makeover, mate. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, if all the yeah, output is good, the other, then why not? Yeah, I think that's the other thing. You know, like if you look at what I do, actually, that none of them are that different from each other, and I, I make sure that I'm I'm well versed and work really hard at them. So, you know if we were talking about me doing, you know, um, rap and also synchronized swimming and, you know, becoming master baker, you'd be like, yeah, I just, I'm not sure if he's really the guy for these, these other two things. And I I think like in that respect, I definitely like, I know I'm aware of my limitations Like people are always like multi-talented. I don't really, I genuinely don't see it that way. I think like when you rap, you're kind of, you know, you're sort of acting and performing and you're writing, you know? When you're acting, you're performing and sometimes writing. You're a part of the the, the writing process sometimes of the words that you're saying, just like you are in rap, you know? And when you're doing stand-up, you're kind of acting and performing and and definitely writing, you know? So for me, they're all all interchangeable to some extent. Um, I just came at them from... Um, a different like there was never a process where I was like right now I'm going to try and do this you know I was kind of always doing all three just in different ways you know Absolutely. so it's been an organic process so so what's um, what, are you, what are you coming up with next what's next in line for you baking well I'm shooting <laughs> right now I'm shooting this thing with um, Sheridan Smith a uh, six part drama about um, insider traders dodgy yeah dodgy bank, bank practices it's got a very cool um actually some good good funny moments in it as well actually but yeah mainly mainly a drama thing with, with sheridan and um you know i'm always working with ricky behind the scenes just like becoming sort of soundboards for each other really just like working up new ideas and just just hanging out and writing you know um and i'm still doing bits of music on the side i mean the music thing is it's just it's a love thing really i don't i don't don't make any money from it i just i do it because i love it um it's i guess a good laugh and and whenever i've got some downtime that's 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 what i do man i'm I'm sure my kids would prefer if i actually hung out with them but um (laughs) like i love i love writing songs so i just yeah do that in my in my spare time and i'll keep i'll keep doing that next year it's great great to do what you love obviously but um excuse me Well, I did notice on the the the, the IMDb uh, that you've I call it the IMDb. I sound like I'm about a thousand years old, but um, I, I noticed on there that uh, you were in Rat Burger, which is something that's on uh, Sky over Christmas. Oh yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm good. You're 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 better than my own PR. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> it's coming up in a in a few days. Yeah, over Christmas is a, a, a feature special for Sky. Um, it's a, a uh, what's it called? What do you call them? Adaptation of yeah. a, a David Valiams book uh, for kids. Um, I play the villain in it. It's just, uh, as any actor will tell you, it's like the most fun job ever because you just get to be a dick and 
deep down we we all know we are dicks because we're humans so <laughs> it's very nice to be able to, to turn up for work and go right i'm gonna be a dick and it's socially acceptable um so yeah there's a lot of fun a lot of fun i can't, can't i've not actually seen it um my kids have seen it they went to oh. like a, pr- a premiere of it but i've not seen it i was i was That's, on the road at the time so it's definitely been a definitely been Sky's sort of flagship program that they're pushing, so I can't wait to see it myself. But, you know, that kind of takes us nicely onto the subject of Christmas and Christmas TV and Christmas films. You're a bit of a film buff. What's your, what's your number one Christmas film? Well, you know, there's often arguments about this because, you know, some people say, well, this is a Christmas film, this isn't. You know, I, is Die Hard a Christmas film? Cause yes, I, I, I mean, yeah, I love correct. Die Hard. <laughs> I absolutely love Gremlins as well, um, so I would definitely be be drawing for those two. But uh, if you wanted to go more traditional, I I, I love Scrooged, the Bill Murray yeah. version of the the Christmas Carol tale, and also um, a Muppets Christmas Carol. I mean, those those four there are my sort of go to movies. Um, more recently, I love Elf um, mm. with Will Ferrell. I, I think that's it's hilarious. Um, my biggest regret is not buying uh, a jumper that I saw in LA that, that had a picture of him, a Christmas jumper with his face on it. It just said, Santa! Oh my <laughs> God! I know him! I, I really regret not buying that. <laughs> it's annoying. Definitely. No, honestly, those are stunning choices. I cannot fault it. I mean, I've been banging on about Die Hard for this entire month. Uh, I've called my, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol is Michael Caine's best film. Definitely. Yes. Uh, you know. Um, yeah, um, just the way he acts against Muppets is just astonishing. Um, perfect, I, isn't it? I hadn't perfect. even thought of Gremlins, but you're so right as well. So mm, right. Yeah, Gremlins, Gremlins needs a rewatch by everybody, I would say. And, and yeah. it needs to find a new audience, man. I reckon teenagers would love Gremlins now. How about a uh, Gremlins um, reboot? You fancy that? No, because <laughs> I know they won't use puppets. And yeah, I was just reading the other yeah. day about the, um, the puppetry process for, for Gremlins. Um, Zach, what's his face? Gaffigan, Gilligan, I can't remember what his name is, but um, the guy who played the main character, oh, no, he was saying that, um, you know, he, he doesn't envy the actors in 2017 who are working opposite like a tennis ball on a stick. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's all all green screen or blue screen because every single character he was reacting to was was a character, you know, and they'd keep the puppeteers down below his sort of waist height under sheets so he's able to respond to real characters. And he said one of the beautiful parts of shooting Gremlins was that the dog, his, his character's dog, genuinely thought the Gremlins were real. So he was saying, he was saying that, that dog, that dog's performance is the best animal acting in the history of cinema. And I thought that's actually not a bad shout. Because the dog's reacting for real to these creatures that he's like, fuck, there's a new species. And they're actually, they, they're, they're actually here. Some of them are terrifying. Some of them are friendly. One's just been cooked in a microwave. That big reactions are fucking real. <laughs> so quite impressive acting when you think about it. Up yeah. until this in, this interview, I thought the gremlins were real. So we're all <laughs> we're all learning. Um, so we've got to talk Palace, haven't we? Um, Obviously. So, so so I mean, you'll be like all of us. The start was terrible. Um, real struggle yeah what did mean, you think of that appointment yeah. de Boer and how it all went it was it was it was a horrifying period that i kind of don't ever want to relive but i know that i will because 
we don't do things by halves. You know, every everybody in the media, you know, we don't really get talked about unless we beat a massive team or do record breakingly badly. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it was it was the latter this time. So we got talked about every week on every radio station, every TV show, and you know, everybody was like, "I can't believe this is happening. It's the worst record ever in the world." Actually, Buenavento in uh, Italy were doing way worse than us, but no one no one mentioned that. Um, and uh, I thought, nah, this is not. I mean, it's horrific, but. We're Palace, man. Like we, we don't do things by halves. We don't do rubbish or great by halves. We like we go all out. Like, <laughs> if, if we're going to be rubbish, we're going to be, you know, an absolute like Pompeii style disaster. And if we're going to be great, we're going to do something ridiculous, like by the way we turned over Leicester on the weekend. You know, with yeah. that kind of team, with that kind of history, and so obviously it was horrific. But at the same time, was it like? Uh, uh, an absolute crazy surprise. Sure, I didn't expect us to, to lose in, uh, you know, th- those seven games and not score a goal. But I didn't expect us to suddenly be amazing under De Boer. Do you know what I mean? In the same way that when we beat Chelsea or out of the back of that, I mean, that's just the most palisty thing ever. In fact, it was probably before I left, I left Twitter recently, but before I did one of my last tweets, I said, um, you know, Crystal Palace uh, um, losing seven games seven games, all seven games without scoring a goal and then beating the champions is the most Crystal palace thing ever. <laughs> you know? And it, it, was, it was like one of the most retweeted things I've, I've tweeted this because everybody knew it's, yeah. it's true. That's, that's, it that's what we are. We're just, we're just one of those mad teams. And despite all the madness, I just, I just wouldn't... I mean, maybe even because of the madness, I, I wouldn't support anyone else. It's like, it's just never boring. But um, I suppose in a, in a short answer, the De Boer thing, I'm still fascinated by now. There's a couple of things I'm interested by at the moment that aren't being talked about. One is, one is what really went on with De Boer because I, obviously the the thing that's in the press is this idea that we tried to run before we could crawl, we tried to transform ourselves before we really had you know in, in depth proper like uh, um, preparation for it but I'm not sure that I buy that because n- n- everybody know everybody in football knows don't you don't have to be an experienced manager to know that it's going to take some time and when I watched that Burnley game um, we lost 1-0 we actually should have won that game we shouldn't have, we shouldn't oh. have even uh, drawn it we should have we should have won that game um, but these are the margins you know that the careers live, live and die by Um I think it worked out. Well, I mean, I have no idea because I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But I have this hunch that 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 something was sour behind closed doors. There were relationships that were strained, and it just wasn't working out. In that same way that you start a relationship with with somebody new, you know, a, a girl or a guy that you're going out with, and and very early on you realise, oh my god, like I've jumped into this, but actually we're not suited at all. Yeah, and I wonder if there was a bit of that. Um, I think so. I think when we spoke so, to, to Steve Parrish, there was a bit of a hint at that. I think, but yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, Steve, Steve's somebody who knows exactly what he wants, for better or for worse. You don't become a, a businessman as successful as Steve Parrish without knowing what you want and and acting on your instincts. Do you know what I mean? So I think when you've made a mistake, if you're someone like him, you rectify it. If you're someone like me, I don't want to speak for you guys. 
But if you're someone like me and you, 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 you're, you're like, you don't have that same level of confidence, you, you'll make a mistake and then just be really British about it and go, oh, well, I'm sure it's probably fine. It's just, uh, yeah, we'll just want to talk about it for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't, people like Steve, they're millionaires because of that. You know what I'm saying? That instinct where they're just like, no, yeah, definitely wrong, 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 wrong. Thought I was right, wrong. And they just cut their losses. And I've, I've, I've got a weird feeling, just an instinctive feeling, and that's, that's what happened there. And then I'm, I'll be the first to hold my hands up and say, when Roy came in, I thought, eh, I wasn't too bothered about the regressive thing, because I thought we do actually need to just take a step back yeah. and just shore, shore ourselves up here, because this is a bit of a crisis. But I just thought, eh. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Because um, I was I was thinking about Liverpool, you know, I was thinking about England, but actually I was thinking about the wrong things because Roy was out of his depth of England. He was out of his depth of Liverpool, but we're his level. Do you know what I mean? I shouldn't yeah. have worried at all. He knows what to do with a team like us, and he's yeah. absolutely nailed it. And you know what? He's fast become not just because he's you know he's managing my club he's fast become my favorite manager in in the league and i'd say that if he was managing you know millwall or brighton because what i love about him is he tells you in the post-match what the hell happened i hate it when a manager comes out and tells me something that didn't happen you know when an estate agent shows you around the house and goes oh it's really as you can see it's really spacious and you're like mate we're standing in the same room stop <laughs> bullshitting me this is the, this is the cupboard do you know what I mean? I can't live in a cupboard. And that's what managers do every week. Mourinho, right at the top, you know, they come out and they just talk bullshit about the 90 minutes that we all saw together. And Roy never does that. And I, I really find it refreshing. He just sort of comes out and goes, yeah, this is the problem. This is what I'm going to try and fix. Do you know what I mean? And like, even with that, that situation with the fan, it was like, why did you get Penteke to play, take the penalty? And the BBC like, ooh, Roy, like, what happened with the altercation? It was just like, mate, he, oh, this is what happened. And this is why I told him. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't ask him to do that. Very simple. Jimmy, you know I, mean? I love the way he just simplifies the message, and I reckon he does that on the training pitch as well and, and at halftime and, and pre- and post-game. I think he, he, he's long in the tooth enough to know that footballers – might seem more complex now in 2017 with the, 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 the as Chris Waddle said, they're all headphones. Do you know what I mean? Um, but actually, not the one crucial thing has not changed since the beginning of of, of association football. Players they, they just they just understand one thing. You know, it's, it's winning. They just want to they want to get out there and they want to win 
Everything else is sort of secondary. And as soon as you start over-egging the pudding, you lose players. Yeah. Plus, you've got a million languages in there. You lose players the more you uh, convolute your message. And I think Roy's just simplified the message. And I, I think he also gets that we're a, a team who thrive on the wings with an old-fashioned 4-4-2. That shit works for us, man. Like, why? You know, if it ain't broke, you know, when we're up against it, as we still are now, let's not kid ourselves. Clarity of message is crucial. And, yeah. and I think he really delivers that. His next issue is, is, is I guess, punching in a way, because the thing with punching, I don't, I don't like it at all. And yeah. I'm, I'm concerned about it because I think we, we're, we're, we're quite fragile emotionally at the moment. We need to, we need to make sure everyone's together. And um, you know when players spend a long time on the bench or out of out of first team football, you know their minds wander and they end up doing stupid shit. I've seen it before, so I'm concerned about that, and I'm interested to see how Roy will deal with it. Um, yeah, I saw you speak today. Mad, isn't it? Because yeah. like, it doesn't seem long in, long ago when Punchin was our sort of talisman. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he was, yeah. Chris Waddle ended up singing Diamond Lights. You know. So yeah, yeah. Just goes to show. Time off, man. <laughs> You're not giving too much time off. So yeah, I'm you know I'm cautiously optimistic, but as ever, like I always say, every season I say, can I identify three teams shitter than Palace? That's my first. That's my first <laughs> position. Preferably first from the same league. At the beginning of every season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, this season, well, it's a bounty. It's a it's a festive feast of crap teams. <laughs> from, from 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 ten down to twenty, it's just dross, left, right, and centre. So I think we've got to be confident. You know, I think it will be a tough game against Swansea because they'll be revitalised to some extent. Um, you know, even if they're managerless on the day, I think players a lot of the time the message just goes stale. See at Stoke, Mark Hughes is not a shit manager; he's a good manager. I think those messages are stale. Like they've just heard it too many times. You know, yeah. Even if what he's saying is absolutely spot on, I think he's just bored of his voice. You know, I know I am. They're just kind of <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of done with him. Plus, he is so dour, isn't he? he really oh, so yeah. dour. So um, you know, someone who's called Sparky, he's quite the opposite in in character. Yeah, it's weird because you know, my age, I, I grew I grew up watching Mark Hughes. I absolutely loved him as a player. Aggressive, only ever scored beauties. Um, yeah, who'd, who'd have thought he was so dour? But there we go. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I think there's a lot of terrible teams in our in our half of of the table, and I think we're one of the more exciting teams. Um, hopefully, we can put Swansea away and just keep climbing, man, and just like get ourselves out of trouble, and, and we can relax for a little bit. I mean, you can never relax for too long when you're a Palace fan, but it's always nice to get a bit of respite, isn't it? Just for a while. You know what yeah. I mean? Before the next, the next storm. Exactly. You've got to recharge those Imagine being a Sunderland fan, like dealing with it every day for every yeah. season. Yeah. <laughs> but we're saying that they that had run, their first home win since the 80s the other yeah. day. Like, this is bonkers. <laughs> we were saying that run under uh, the Pardew. Like, you really appreciate how bad it is when you have to do a show every week about the game. It really... Oh, man. It hurt. You know what I mean? It hurt to actually yeah. have to... Get on, get on air and try and talk about it. You know, you know, I can't even imagine because when when we go on a bad run, I just don't even like people say, "Oh, what's happening at Palace?" And I just, I'm just like, I don't watch football, but I don't, I, don't really <laughs> I, I just, I just don't get involved. 
but you lot, you have to keep talking about it. And I'm saying, mate, man, yeah, I, I definitely don't envy that. Uh, but yeah, hopefully there's 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 much brighter times around the corner. I mean, there's a lot we could achieve this season, and next month's going to be fascinating, isn't it? Because um, I'll tell you who's knocking about. I mean, I don't know what you lot think we need. I'm, I feel like we need a we need another defender, uh, but I also feel like we we could use another body up there with Venteke. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, like Woodburn's going to go out on loan from Liverpool, oh, yeah. and. Uh, a Welsh, I think, and we've got yeah. we've got a real we've always had a sort of weirdly strong Welsh spine to the team, um, some Welsh influence anyway on on the team, um, and Sturridge as well. Yeah, I'm just I'm very interested to see what happens with those two because I just think mm, interesting. I'm when still it, angry that we never went for Charlie Austin, you know, when he was desperate for a game. Yeah, but, I'm um, still angry about that, but I, I disagreed at the time. Because um, we were arguing over Adebayor, I feel quite stupid about that now. But we won't go into that, Albert. Yeah, no, we, yeah. no. Listen, forgive and forget. <laughs> you said some things. <laughs> I said some things. <laughs> we both said things in the heat of the moment that we probably yeah. didn't mean. Yeah, yeah true. I mean, I did mean it. I mean, I'm just saying it now for season of goodwill and all that. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. It's an exciting month. We obviously Roy's talking. We need players. He's talking about you know a keeper, a midfielder, and a striker potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Jules has done well though. Jules has done well. Oh yeah, uh, really I'm is. so glad that he's obviously because he's, he's such a fan favourite. It's just beautiful to see him in in any shape or form. But for him to come in and basically to stop the rot is just fantastic. You know, um, so happy for him because it looked for a minute there. It looked like you know testimonial and whatnot. That it was just all going to slowly fizzle out to nothing. If there's anybody who doesn't deserve fizzle out at the end of his career it's, 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 it's the man who's has he ever even been on the Argentinian bench no no he uh, played under who 23 the, who the course. hell who the hell is even their first keeper let alone their third keeper like, I've never heard of any Argentinian keepers <laughs> and yet Jules can't get on the bench he can't get on a third place can the man have a World Cup Same. in third position like, <laughs> come on they should do it, shouldn't they? Yeah. They should appreciate it like we do, honestly. Is it is it bad to tease that that um, Doc might be sort of warming up for someone that's been mentioned in the Podvent calendar realm? Um, I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yes, he yes, yes. He's open way. to Ricky Gervais. Yes, he's open for Ricky yeah. Gervais, but. You know, following on from that, just your speech just then, you've opened for someone else without meaning to. Is that what we mean? Yeah, exactly. There yeah, you go. pretty right. much. Like the next episode <laughs> of this might be, you know, someone from Argentina. Mm. Not the next right. episode. The next, is it not? Because the next episode's a best of, isn't it? <laughs> wow, is it? Is it? <laughs> That's a good question. I've given that away. I mean, feel That's... free to keep doing this. Uh, this admin, guys. I'll just wait. I'll just wait here. Sorry, mate. I, yeah. You... <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what we'll do. I mean, you, you've oh, there's a load you've said there that we could I could probably talk about another five hours on. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you go. But before you do, I'm going to say, can you uh, you got a Christmas message for the Palace fans for us? Um, yeah, keep keep the faith in 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 Roy the boy. You know, there's <laughs> there's something there's something beautifully festive just about just looking at the man. He he feels like. The days of, of of Christmas gone by, you know. He's he's he. 
he's he's like one of the wise men. You know, he he's he looks like one of the guys where when when Scrooge opens the window and says, "You boy, what day is this?" You could imagine Roy walking by in in the background, you know, with a couple of shillings and uh, <laughs> a fresh loaf a fresh loaf under his arm. So you know, he's uh, there's there's something of the Dickens about about the man and. Uh, you know, let, let's 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 put our faith in Roy the Boy this Christmas. Great stuff, Doc. You're an absolute legend, mate. Thank you for the, for doing this. And um, cheers, pal. All the best with everything. Catch up soon. Cheers. Yeah, thanks, man. Merry Christmas, Doc. Speak soon. Bye. Merry Christmas. Shut up. And that wraps up another episode of the Ho 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 Homestel Radio Podcast. <laughs> Make sure you like and share to help us raise funds for the Palace for Life Foundation. I can't do it all myself, you lazy f***. See you tomorrow. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.